Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to the Kathy Heller podcast. I hope that you've been enjoying this week. You've been hearing the free workshop that I've been giving and I'm hoping that you have been enjoying it. It is just such an incredible experience and I'm so just fully enjoying it on every level. I want to let you know that now the doors are open to the full program. So the full program, Abundant Ever After, is open if you would like to be a part of it. And if you've been enjoying this week, if you feel like this content has been lighting you up and giving you clarity, I just want to let you know that this was step zero. Like what we do in the program, we go through 12 weeks. And what we did here wasn't even step one of that method. It was zero, meaning we were beginning to have language around where we're headed and what's abundance and how we can start to paradigm shift. And then when we actually enter this program, we do two very specific things. The first six weeks of this program help you elevate the way that you feel, right? You actually get to change your vibration so that you are in that abundant state. And the second six weeks of this program, we give you a step-by-step roadmap so that you can take your passion and turn it into a profit so that you are walking in purpose, so that you are giving your gifts away. But in order for us to get into that second set of six weeks, and it really doesn't matter right, where you're at in this journey because we actually have a VIP tier and we also have a solid gold tier. So if you just want to start where you are, you can do this solid gold tier. If you want to do the next level, that is also available for you. If you already have a thriving business, but you want to really reprogram your subconscious mind and you know that there are days where you are in a trance because you are not feeling your best and that is keeping you from your full state of creativity and joy and really allowing in the most abundance, right? If you want to work that muscle, this program is for you. If you have just started, this program has a track for you as well. So either way, whether you want to build and scale your existing passion and business, thriving, making profits, getting paid to be you, or whether you want to just begin that, we have a solid gold track and then we have a VIP track. They're both really and truly something I'm just so very proud of. I feel honestly morally obligated because I know, like I know, like I know that by you being in this experience, everything's going to shift. The way you feel, the way you see the world, the courage, the confidence, your self-belief, it's going to change everything on such a giant level. And then the way that you are able to allow yourself to serve and to get paid with ease. And we're going to be there with you. It's like having me in your pocket, helping you step by step, know what the next thing is to do. And then in addition, either track that you're in, you get accountability. We put you in pods. There's a hybrid of both self-paced videos that you watch, as well as live calls with me. Depending on which tier you're in, you get even more calls with me. And you will find that this experience is unlike anything else. And at the same time, you have to know yourself, right? Like you can sign up for the gym, but if you don't go to the gym, you won't actually get any healthier, right? Like this program is the kind of program that can change your life. And you have to be ready to show up and be fully available to take these steps. But if you take these steps... 2023 will not be anything like 2022. Like this will be the year. 
and you will say to me, I cannot believe what's happening. It is truly mesmerizing. You were destined to feel this good. So if you want to be a part of this program that will allow you to fully bring in abundance on every level, you can go to kathyheller.com slash join. So whether you want to do the first track, which has so much in it, or you want to do the VIP track, you can decide. But if you go to kathyheller.com slash join, you can choose which one works for you. We would love to have you in there. The cart will close in a few days and it would be awesome to have you be a part of it. I hope that you enjoy today's session. And of course, this podcast will continue to be here as a service and as a resource for you. But let's take a listen to today's talk. I hope that you enjoy it. Let's take some questions. We got hands up. I love these questions. Chanel, come on up. Hi. Hello, Kathy, Colleen. I'm super excited and very nervous to ask a question. So I'm going to premise a little bit, just very quickly, um, some context. So I'm going through a separation right now with my husband, who has been the primary like breadwinner in our family. He sells real estate. And so what I had always believed was to prioritize his career, focus on his career because he can make big sums of money quickly. So that sort of was the focus. But now as an independent person, I really want to believe that I can create that level of abundance for myself. And I'm just having a hard time believing that I can make that amount of money at my own accord, basically. So my question is like, how can I believe that? How can I do that. <laughs> oh, it's so juicy. Okay. I have the perfect thing to tell you. And then I want to ask you another question. So do you know who Barbara Corcoran is? Uh, realtor. Yeah. 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 Uh, Shark so Tank? She's, yeah. Or, she's a billionaire. Yeah. She's a billionaire and she's on Shark Tank. She's got like that cute little pixie blonde haircut. So I had her on my show. You have to hear this. This is one piece. Okay. So she was a waitress. I think she, she was one of 11 kids. They had no money. Like they lived, they all slept on the floor um, in this like one room. <laughs> and then she was a waitress and this guy came in and she was waiting tables. And he's like, you have a great personality. I'm a realtor. You could work for me. Okay, cool. She starts to work for him. She moves in with him. They're dating and she's working. And eight years goes by. She's helping raise his kids and she's doing okay in the real estate practice and living with him. And one day it is revealed to her that he's sleeping with his secretary and he's going to go marry her, Mm. even though they've been together for eight years and she's been raising his kids. And they just reveal that one day. And this was one of her closest friends, this woman, this assistant. So this is the news that she gets and she goes to work the next day. And she moves into her friend's house for like a a few days and she goes to work again and she's sitting there and she goes, wait, 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 I can't keep working here. Like, this is not going to work. There's no way I can work here. He's (laughs) dating her. They've been lying to me. How on earth am I going to sit here? Like, this is not going to happen. All of her scarcity mindsets comes flooding in. I was a waitress before I met him. I've never stood on my own two feet. I've never paid my own bill. I moved in with him. I I don't even know what it's like to get a check. He pays me, right? Like I do the calls, but he's paying me. Like, I don't know what it's like. I've never breathed that air. I'm scared as hell. 
still, she just can't do it. There's no way she can sustain staying there one more second. So she packs a box, stands up, walks to the door (laughs) and they're literally in the room. And he looks at her and he goes, where do you think you're going? And she goes, I'm out of here. I quit. I'm done. And he says to her, oh, you're going to go do your own real estate thing? She goes, yeah, I I guess that's exactly what I'm going to go do. So she gets one more thing, puts it in the box, goes to the door, opens the door, and he goes, hey, Barb. And she turns around and he goes, you will be nothing without me. And literally, in literally like a second of the most strength she's ever mustered, she literally says back to him, thank you so much for saying that. Now that's my insurance policy for the rest of my life. You will never see me fail. I am so glad you said that. Watch me. Mm. So she went on her own, started this business, and she said they would have dips because the real estate business has moments. We're having one right now. And she said, anytime, anytime that she would start to like get like shivery, she would remember the gift that he gave her. You will be nothing without me. And she would rally. It was like the stamina. It was like the greatest shot of adrenaline. And she would say, let's go. And she would get her team like in a state of like, absolutely not. We got this. And nobody knows him. She's literally one of the wealthiest women in New York City. And she is self-made. And Mm -hmm. she never went. She barely graduated from high school. Mm -hmm. That's an incredible story. It is the story that you need to hear. Yes. Right? I will listen to that episode again and again. (laughs) Okay. So now that's the truth of the truth is that you have this incredible capacity inside of you. You got to tap into it. You got to unleash that roar. That's your work. You're going to have to do that with or without this other part of the story. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to do that for your own fulfillment. Even Mm -hmm. if you would have stayed together, you would probably have to find that roar inside of you for you to feel in your own alignment in this lifetime, like you're Mm -hmm. showing up and feeling that level of satisfaction for yourself. But this Mm -hmm. is going to give you the push to do it. So I said, I was going to ask you a question. So my question is, what do you want to do? Like, what is the passion that you're thinking, okay, now it's my turn. What is it for you? For Barbara Corcoran, she just decided to choose real estate, right? And she made that work. Yeah. So I sort of went on my own. I'm a master social work by trade. So in Canada, that's like therapist. And so I went on my own healing journey a few years ago, three or so, four years ago. And I uncovered all these different like intuitive skills. So I also do energy work. I've just finished my coaching certification. So I do like therapy, coaching and healing combined around trauma and basically like clearing out anything in you somatically and energetically that is not aligned with who you are. So I have a full practice at this moment, but it's still like hour to hour And I have two kids also. I have a 15-year-old. So I had my son when I was really young and I have a four-year-old daughter as well. So I'm like, how do I bring in these sums of money with this 
profession and these children. And I know it's like, I'm talking to Kathy. So like, I know that it can be done, but I, I feel like I just, for myself, another thing I do is I, I can help other people. I've really coached my husband to be who he is and support him in that way. But when it comes to me, I'm like, how do I do that for myself? Okay. So I'm going to ask you a question that I would ask you in the program, and then I'm going to give you an answer, but I'm going to ask you first, based on everything that you've heard for whatever sessions you've come to so far, what do you think the solution is to how would you stop working hour to hour? What do you think the solution is to how you would grow that business? I'm going to let you answer first. Yeah, definitely reaching more people like in a shorter amount of time. So like groups or podcasting or something along those lines. And then my thing I come back to is showing up. Like I hesitate to show up in a space like this where Mm -hmm. there's like a hundred people, but like I, it's my showing up that prevents me from doing that. Right. So let's get into that now for a second. Okay. So visibility Mm -hmm. is going to create more of an audience, which scales your revenue. So we got to get more visibility. Mm -hmm. And you just said with such self-awareness, I hesitate to show up. That's what's bottlenecking your business. Okay. Why do people hesitate to show up? Because they don't want to be rejected. They don't want other people's bad comments, all of that stuff. What's that really about? Codependency. Why are we able to shift that? Because no one sees you anyway. I don't see you and Colleen doesn't. You know what we see? What we're available to see. I'm only seeing the aspects of you that I can see based on wherever I've been trending. Mm. So I've been trending pretty positive. So I probably actually see you even better than you see yourself maybe, but there's no way on God's green earth, you can control or predict what people see because it has to do with where they're trending. So Mm -hmm. you've got to let that go Mm because no one's seeing you. They're seeing a hologram of themselves. Mm-hmm. Everyone sees something different. Yeah. Right? Where are you at? Where are you trending? So the inherent issue is not being visible. It's control. You're trying to get to be liked and you think you can control that. You mm-hmm. cannot control that. And that mm-hmm. is death. And that will be death of your vibe every day of the week. And you mm-hmm. got to fix that no matter what you do. Cause we, we just have to let go of the control. And it's a joke. Like you could literally be, and you are you're gorgeous. You're cool. You're all the, right. You can be all of that. And people will still go, I don't like her. She bothers me. Mm. What we're going to sweat that. No, we're not. It's a lose, lose. How about I'm unattached? How about I'm going to let you have autonomy and I'm going to let you choose to believe what you want about me. And it's okay because Mm -hmm. you can't change how I feel about me because Mm. that would be my autonomy and I'd be handing it to you. Can you imagine if every day I just decided that I would just leave it up to chance how I feel about myself based on what someone in my audience is going to say? I mean, it doesn't happen all the time, but it happens. And people are like, I think, let me just tell you what I think about you. And I'm like, okay, have it, man. Just have it. That's got a shift. When that shifts, you'll have everything you want. Mm-hmm. Because now, now you got an open road and now you can be visible and now you can actually give because you're not attached. And mm-hmm. when you're not attached, people can feel it. Like people can feel through this challenge. My abundance doesn't come through your choice. I'm not needy. You don't have to sign up. You know what I mean? You really don't. Like I'm cool. Like I'm having the best day. I'm enjoying my life. There's plenty of people for me to coach. And if you're not going to show up and make that call, 
I love you. Good for you. Choose it. Own it. Stay accountable to yourself. In fact, don't waste my time. Don't come into this because people you have to drag in, you got to drag around. I don't want to drag you around. I have no time for that. You're going to take everyone else down. You don't want to be in this program. Please don't join it. Please don't. Right. There's, there's 8 billion people in the world. Do you know how many people you can help who can see, who can choose to see and everyone else? Please let them run their mouth. Let them run it. Brene Brown tells the story about she gave this talk and she was proud of herself. And then it was put on YouTube and she went and looked at the comments and people said, she's so fat. God, is she fat? Oh my God, she's so unattractive. Literally, these were like the bulk of the comments. Forget the content. People are just talking about her weight. So she literally, it was like a hot summer day and she lives in Texas. She goes, I literally took blankets like it was a freezing blizzard. That's how depressed. I took blankets, two punks of ice cream, sat on the couch and self-loathe the whole day. And my husband comes in and he's like, what happened? She's like, I will never speak again. I will never. It was the worst thing I could have ever done. I am the, I'm such a moron. Look at my weight. How can people take me seriously? I'm a beast. I'm disgusting. Right. And then she was like, hang on, wait an effing minute. I'm going to let the people in the cheap seats who would never have the courage to stand on that stage to call me out for what I look like. F you run your mouth. You are not going to take away my mission. You are not going to take away my life. And God only knows the world could use people who look like all different things. Having three kids, I'm not a size zero. I'm a size eight. This is my body now. I've had three children come through this body. And I like seeing a woman who looks the way she looks. We need representation across the board. We need all kinds of people out there. It's disgusting, but it's not really a problem that people will run their mouth because everyone's all always in a, in a zone, in a trance. The problem is making it a problem. How about just letting yeah. it be neutral? It's just neutral. There's always going to be people who are on both sides. Like find any post online. There'll be people who have this complete opposite opinion about it. It's just like, oh my God, like, of course. Let it be. It's not really meant you try to convince the other person. And it's just like, you don't have to convince them. Like, let them just have it. And now we can now employ the strategy. So now I would say, let's move that weight out of the way because that's the biggest weight. But now we got to get you visible. Okay, so now we get you visible. And now we take a few steps to call people up every day to engage with people a certain way, to create some kind of a Google form so that people who want to talk to you can raise their hand. And every day you have leads coming into your business and every day you're unattached and every day you provide a solution. And every day you have this conversation, which is really three questions. You're asking this person to choose or not. And now you move them into your program and you're done every day. And the more visible you are, the more people you can engage with. So whether you have this on Instagram or a podcast, you move from visibility to engagement. Now you got that engagement. Now you got a conversation. Now the conversation's happening. Now every day there's a sale. There's a sale in the business. It's not that hard, but we put you through that process in the program. Colleen, do you want to add anything to that? This is also amazing. And Chanel, I think the other thing too, that sometimes I know, particularly given your background that we bump into is 
we think, oh, but there's so much value in the one-on-one. So if I move to group, am I compromising what it is people are going to get from me? Am I delivering some kind of substandard level? And then how can I possibly receive around that in a level that I'm going to earn even more? And is that out of integrity? What we don't realize is the absolute significance and importance of that group. And there's two key things that that group does. Number one, it allows people not only to have the support and accountability and sort of camaraderie of other people who are in their journey, but it allows us not to make excuses for ourselves. Because when, when we see other people around us who are showing up, we can't push off our own lack of progress on any reason because we can see that other people are doing it. So there's a level that we get called up and that we provide for people when you have a group container. The other thing is when we're in a one-on-one situation, we tend to have our defenses up, right? Like, yes, we want to ask a question. Yes, we want support around it, but it's normal. Our ego self is trying to like hold the status quo. And it's like, well, we don't do change here. So let me come up with every like back resort or way of kind of blocking out the possibility for me to move into change. And so what can happen in the group containers, you'll find people always kind of wind up having the same sorts of questions. But when we hear someone else ask that question, we're actually more open to hearing the message in that response than we sometimes are when we're the ones being directly spoken to. And so even if someone wouldn't have thought to have that question, almost every single time there's something every person listening takes away, integrates, has an aha moment, has an awareness. So It's just an important awareness I want you to have that if anything, I would almost argue that those group containers can be more potent and more powerful than even necessarily what happens in one-on-one. Thank you. Honestly, that's super helpful. It's things I've obviously heard before, but there's just a way that you put it that just lands so much. Like, Kathy, I literally quit my job and started this practice because of your podcast. And my manager literally said it was that damn podcast, wasn't it? I was like, it was that podcast. (laughs) So like, there's just like something about it that just hits me so deeply. So yeah, you will see me in the program because I'm so ready to be visible. It's just my own. I'm just in my own way about it. And I just, can I just tell, first of all, it's amazing. All of those pieces of that story, but you are the exact person I have in mind when I create this program. Like your level of resonance, it is a crime against humanity that you are not visible. Yeah. I appreciate like, it. <laughs> I mean, seriously, if you think about the ripple effects of what we're trying to do so that it leads all the way to like society in Iran so women can have freedom, right? For you to have access to Wi-Fi and to not be visible freaking fully is a crime against humanity. Because if you can't do this, how on earth? I mean, take a million people who don't have levels. They have levels less courage, levels less skill. How are they ever, right? But when they see you fully stand in that state, you become a walking possibility for them. That's what we all do. But for you to have this kind of brilliance and to be the best kept secret, we can have no more of that. I want you to get in touch with your anger about this. Mm. Like anger is helpful. It's all helpful. Michael Jordan, to use him as another in another way as an example, I heard him say that he had so many wins that it got harder because he needed resistance to push off of. So there was times in his life 
where he would go into the locker room before a game and he would, he would have to go pull out a memory of some dumb coach in North Carolina or in the days of high school telling him he was like a piece of shit. He'd like literally have to bring it back up to get him where he needed to be to show up. I said this earlier, but like without the Joker, Batman isn't Batman. There is a part of us that needs to welcome every aspect to the table. Every part of you is needed. Your love, right? Your compassion, your anger on behalf of yourself, Mm -hmm. on behalf of every moment that you played small or that somebody treated you in a way that was just not okay. It's time to allow that to come through both the both and, Mm -hmm. right? When you go to a Beyonce concert, I feel like what I get when I leave, I get both of those things. I can feel the edge of her anger and I like it Mm. because it says to me, oh, no more. Mm. It helps me find power inside of myself. That's Mm -hmm. just as an example. And Mm -hmm. I think we want that in leadership. Mm -hmm. You know, we want sort of the 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 look and the optimism. And we also want, and here's what's not going to work anymore. Here's what I'm no longer available for. Mm-hmm. And you, you get to play that card too, right? So by you stepping fully into this, it's all of all of the things you're going to look back and say, every piece of my journey has given me exactly the fuel I need to show up and show out right now. Mm-hmm. But really and truly the amount of people that are on the other side of your smartphone of your social media, of your network, of your podcasts, all these things that you're going to keep developing and then just finding very simple ways for them to raise their hand and fill out a form and talk to you. Google forms, they're free. We're going to teach you how to use them. I mean, the amount of people that are there, it's endless. Even if you did the most you could do with your visibility and with your alignment, you wouldn't be able to serve all the clients that need you. You just wouldn't. That's how many clients there are who want you. Not me, not Colleen, you. Because everyone, like you said, I don't know, there's something about the way you say it. I might be that for you, but somebody else, someone else is that for them. Mm -hmm. They're like, I don't know. I don't listen to Kathy. I listen to Joe Dispenza or I listen to Tony Robbins, Tony Robbins all the way. And then other people are like, I don't know. There's something about him. It just like nails on a chalkboard. Fine, pick your flavor. Like there's tons of ice cream, you know, pick the one that works for you. But for for you, people are going to say, I'm so glad you showed up. It had to be you. I need Mm -hmm. to learn it from you. Why I'm a mom. I had a baby earlier. Why I'm also Canadian. I don't know. There's a million reasons why you're the person that they need. You Mm -hmm. speak a language that they speak that I can't speak. Mm -hmm. So we have to get you visible and we have to get you in your power. And yes, like, I don't know if you heard me read that. I read that message from Gail Keys Allen at the beginning of the week or middle week. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I made 350 grand this year. And she was working for 16 years, like doing finance at a law firm. And now she's coaching other women. She's 65. She's African-American. Her husband had left her. She had like all of these things in her life that she had to deal with, like to have a husband who's lying to you and leaves you. And then she had a brain tumor. And like, she's like, Kath, I'm 65. I don't care. <laughs> like I am helping other women. I am alive. She made 350 grand last year. Mm-hmm. I have a zillion stories, but I don't know. I just felt like that's the one I have to tell because come on, you know, I'm ready. I'm ready. And what you said about anger too, honestly, I don't know, like that message I really needed to hear because anger has been a thing that I've been told that I have too much of, but I'm like, I'm just fired up. 
So I've been like, how do I bring this in here and not have it trigger people, but fuck it. Like, so I, yeah, I really do feel like I needed to hear that piece specifically. Because you direct it. I mean, if Serena Williams didn't have anger, we wouldn't have a game. Well, what the hell would that be? You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Let's get her there. I want her on her edge right before the game. I want her fired up. Like she's going to, this woman, she's going to kill her. You know what I mean? Like you channel it. But you can't be like, it's all fine, whatever. It's good. It's not good. It's no, no, no. Like when I do these launches, you can tell on behalf of really, it's my mom. On behalf of being witness to people, like as a kid growing up and seeing someone with so much talent, just literally idle. On behalf of that and those women, and my dad wound up leaving. And then what did she have? She gave up her dream for this guy. Now she has no marriage. Now she. So I think on behalf of women everywhere, on behalf of people everywhere who just don't allow themselves the courage to show up and go take what's theirs, I am angry. I'm pissed about that because the stakes are too high. I don't feel fine about it. Mm -hmm. I don't. I wouldn't have this level of passion if I wasn't actually deep down filled with both the optimism of what's possible, but also the anger in seeing it not change. You need both. There's a vision. And there's also owning the fact that this is not tolerable mm-hmm. and your, the, your clients need that from you. So mm-hmm. I'm very excited to see you put these things in play and go make the money that's yours to make. I'm ready. I'm excited. Amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah. Both of you. Really okay. appreciate it. Thank you. That was a beautiful conversation. You know, I just want to tell everybody there is evidence everywhere of what we are able to do, of what we're capable of. And my grandma used to say, necessity is the mother of invention. You know, like when you have to, sometimes that's when you actually change. Mm -hmm. Sometimes things are not intolerable enough. (laughs) You know, sometimes if you just coast along, I don't know, Colleen, do you want to add anything to that? Yeah, well, and the doubt, it's never fully going to go away. I think so many of us, we just keep waiting for a day when we're like, okay, but when I doubt myself less, then this will be more possible. And part of that's just a reflection of that ego state that we're in, right? That's all that that is. And it can be there, it can be present, and it does not mean we fail to move forward for ourselves. We think the confidence comes first, but it's not. It's like Kathy says, it's the 20 seconds of courage. That's it. And the more you show up for those moments, it's part of that process. And then we help you through this program figure out like, how are those ways that I unhook from worrying so much about what everyone thinks? How do I decide that it's safe for me to show up, even though people might criticize me or not like who I am or what I do. And when you can start to set that down, it is so freeing, right? Because like I was saying earlier, the key is inside because that acceptance you want to give, you want to experience, you give yourself that love you're looking for out there. Like you give yourself. And when you realize that, oh my gosh, I can feel like my cup is overflowing. Then actually the whole reality around you starts to shift and everything else starts to mirror that back, but it's all accessible. We're never at the mercy of our circumstances and the people in our lives. We get to show up for ourselves. And that's the beauty of the growth and the just the opportunities we have. Yeah. I just, it's amazing how quickly we bow out. Yeah. You know, it's like we take one hit to the jaw and you're like, I'm out. And it's like, no, no, you got to be Muhammad Ali. You're going to get a hit to the jaw. So what? That's just the beginning of the story. Expect it expect it. Okay. Boom. There it is. There's the mediocrity. There's a, you can't do that. You know? Okay, fine. So, okay. That's not shocking. You have a thought in your mind that's trying to convince you, you know, it'll never work. Just say to yourself, every time you think a thought, put a question mark on the end, start doing that. You know, you'll never work. 
Really? You know, you'll never work. Start saying it like that. Say it back to yourself. Hear an echo. You know, nothing's going to change. You know, nothing's going to change. Did I just say that to myself? Really? You're going to convince me of that? No. I'm sorry. This is so boring. And you know what's so boring? Fear. It's so boring. Like if you just look at your life, you know, we're all really looking to be stimulated. We don't want to be bored. The most boring thing is fear. It's like, stay in your comfort zone. Don't get off the couch. Find something else to watch on Netflix. It's so interesting. And you're like, this is the most boring life. Like maybe once every 12 years, there's a show like White Lotus, which by the way, I didn't see it, but I heard it's good. And you're like, I'm not bored. Oh my God, I'm not bored. So yeah, you are. You're so bored. But for this hour, I'm not bored. Oh, the show is over. Oh, I'm bored again. And then there goes your mind. Stay on the couch. Don't change anything. Don't do anything different. Stay right here. And you're like, oh my God. I feel like Jack Nicholson in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Like, why is my brain cut off from me? It's so boring. It's bizarre. Like, that's the world we live in. So when your brain starts to tell you to be comfortable, I think there's another part of you that can start to get animated and say, I actually, I can't be bored. Like, I didn't show up for this life and work this hard to get through all my darkest days to be this bored. Mm -hmm. Like I came for something much greater and I don't know about you, but I can feel a lot of things and get through it, but boredom, I just can't tolerate. I just can't. There's nothing. Why would I, should I be bored? There's something so exciting to go do. And the most exciting things are showing up for things that scare the hell out of you. If there's nothing on your calendar that scares you right now, type a one in the chat. If there's something on your calendar for you to do today that scares the hell out of you, type a one in the chat. If every day for the next 30 days, you've got something on your calendar, because if the answer is no, here's the facts. You will not grow. There's no growth. I can tell you from talking to thousands of people, there's nothing on the calendar that scares them. And there might be something on the calendar that's been on there for five years that scares them, but it may as well not be on the calendar because they don't do it. They do everything else first. You know what? I didn't have time to write the book because I take my kids to school. You know what? I didn't have time to start the business because you know what John Grisham did? He had a job as an attorney and he wrote those first three best-selling books on the train to work because he didn't have time. Oh, interesting. He just wrote those incredible things that turned into movies on a train. Yeah, that's what he did. Oh, I guess you don't need a lot of time. Hmm. That's interesting. It's just amazing what we do. We overestimate what it's going to take and therefore we don't do anything and we underestimate what a tiny bit can do. And a tiny bit goes a long way, like get it done. Should we take one more question? And then I'm just going to remind you guys that the price of the program next week, it doubles from what it is right now. And if you sign up next week, it's a year commitment. So if you're thinking I'm going to sign up later, that is perfectly fine but you will be signing up for a year and the price is double and it's awesome. And if you want to upgrade right now to the year, because you see the clear value in that, which is so obvious, you can upgrade right now. But that is for you to know, because if this is something that you're thinking about, you need to make those decisions. And 
whatever your decision is, is really good with us. And we want you to be really clear about that decision and you own it. You own it. You get it. I mean, I already laid out what you need. You can find those things that you need in a zillion ways. You need accountability. You need the steps to take and you need the energy. You need the steps to get you from here to here. You need someone to show you that. You want to play better piano? Go get a better piano teacher. You need the steps and then you need the accountability, tight, tight accountability, the right people who are in the right mindset to keep you accountable. We do that in the program. And then you need energy. You got to be in a peak state. You got to get alignment. So we kind of combined, Colleen and I, with our experience, we've kind of combined the psychological sort of elements with the practical, with the action steps. And that's what this program is about. So as of Monday, the program is only available for a year. So if you want the year and you want to do that, you can talk to one of our girls on our team and they'll help you upgrade to that if you want to, because it is a deal because it's, if you want three months of this program, it's one price. But if you want to do the year long, it's actually, there's a deal in there, but it's also what feels like the right thing for you. And only, you know, that sometimes I want to take it in chunks. Sometimes I actually like to do a semester at a time. That's okay. Colleen, should we take one more question? Yes, Louisa, I'm going to bring you up. Hi. Hi. So my question is, like, I'm, I'm always getting confused with other things I want to do, with other things I love, with my passions, with my projects. And I always wonder how I can sort them out and kind of weave them together that it makes sense to me and also to other people. So to my background, I'm working as a journalist in Germany. I love that job. It's creative. I can tell stories. I can meet people, do interviews. These are the things I really love. But since a few years, I feel that there's something more inside of me. Like I would like to start my own business and explore more of the entrepreneurial side of me. So two years ago, I started as a side hustle uh, to become an Airbnb host. I'm renting out a house in Germany. Now I'm doing the same thing in Italy which is really nice, which is a dream of mine. And a dream of mine. I, I, I'm, I'm there with you in spirit. <laughs> Amazing. I wish I could time travel. Whoop. Going. So um, I feel I'm, I'm on a really good path already. Last year, I actually did the Abundance Ever After course, which I loved and it, everything changed or a lot of things have changed in my life. So I created another side business. I was working as a coach for other Airbnb hosts mm -hmm. uh, to teach them how they can market their, their houses, how they can get more guests. But still, I have the feeling these are already so many projects of mine and still it's not yet fulfilled. I, I still okay. have so many more passions and still I think, but I'm already like, I have so much work already and Should I kick something out? Should I do something else? I'm so confused because when I do those visualizations that you do, your meditations, and I talk to my future, future Louisa, wise woman, she does something different, actually. She, she has the houses, but she's having conversations with people about their dreams. She's encouraging them to build their businesses and inspire them and then i'm thinking i'm i'm not doing that at the moment actually <laughs> so i don't know i'm so confused <laughs> okay so first of all again i'm going to say don't you just love her all of these women who came up don't you just love them instantly i mean people are so easy to love okay 
you said everything. You're a great coach. You have tremendous self-awareness. And so I'm going to just kind of show you a reflection. First of all, by the time you're finished with one of my programs, really, whether you want to be a coach or not, you can go coach people because you're going to get what I'm doing and you're going to see it's, it's like, it's not really magic. It's like, there is so much that's so simple. So when you say confused, which you said, like, let's say eight times the words I'm confused, really, you could just say, I'm afraid. Okay. So we're really never confused. And then what did you do? You told me exactly what you were not confused about. You go, when I think about my future self, she's actually coaching women to help them, but I'm not doing that. So really what you just told me is I'm scared. So I tell myself I'm confused because the thing I really want to do, I don't believe fully in myself and I don't really believe fully in the possibility of that. So I don't do the thing I really want to do. So it's not that I don't know. I do know it's that I'm scared to choose what I know. Ooh, sometimes knowing what we know is inconvenient. Because it requires courage and it requires a level of belief that for some reason you can have that in opening an Airbnb, but you don't put that belief over here. All day long, there will be people who line up for whatever it is that you choose. When we sell things, we sell the energy, we sell the story. Every single day, there's probably somebody who you could find on Instagram who you have never heard of before. And in a second, you'll go, oh, I like her. Oh, she's selling that. I'm in. You don't need very much. You get enrolled in the energy. You get enrolled in a brand. You get enrolled in a vibe. You get enrolled in a solution that this person tells you they're solving. Great. Fantastic. But you're not there in terms of your belief. So you're trying a million things. By the way, that's so much fun. There are a lot of things that we do. Yesterday, I was selling with my daughter her Girl Scout cookies. That's something I'm doing today. I'm having a call with this woman who teaches mindfulness because I want to bring a mindfulness curriculum into my kid's school. And that's a side project I'm working on. That's just philanthropic. I just want to do that. Yesterday, I was on the phone with the soup kitchen because I want to bring the school to the soup kitchen. And I want to sponsor it for the next several months so that we can get the whole school through that soup kitchen. And I said to my husband, I love that I do these other things, right? On top of that, I really like hosting retreats. I like doing that. This isn't to say that you can't have an Airbnb going on, right? You can't have philanthropy going on. We're really, really capable of doing a lot. I also have three kids. So how do you do that? It's like, I don't know. I find the time, right? I was singing with my daughter yesterday and doing her hair. And we played shoots and ladders yesterday. And we played Uno with this giant Uno deck. The point is you can get it all in there. You have a lot, you have a lot of daylight, actually. What do they say? If you want something done, give it to a busy person, right? I'm more productive than ever, the busier I am because I just get stuff done. I don't have time to overthink it, make a decision, get stuff done. Today, the caterer from the retreat goes, what color do you want for the candles on the table? I go, pick the color. She goes, purple. I go, great. You know what I mean? It's like, you just make decisions quickly, but you can get a lot done. So do I mind that you have all these things you like to do? I think you should always do that. You're creative. You might always have those things going on. However, there is an unwillingness for you to go all in on what you really want. And that's really interesting. It's like, what part of you has allowed yourself through your life to tolerate that you don't get to have what you want, that you don't get to go all in on what you actually want. So let's just go with what you told me for a second. You told me that in the future, the part of you that really lights up sees you coaching women. So let's dissect that for a second. Why are you not doing that right now? What do you not believe is there? The clients aren't there. You're not credible enough. You don't know how to get that person there. What's the thought that keeps you from building that business right now? 
one thought is that I see coaches everywhere <laughs> and that I have the feeling like every second person is a coach now and that I love that by the way, but still I, I'm, I, I think, so am I just another coach? That is one thought of mine. Okay. So, so how can we turn that around? Because that is interesting. Like that's not my perspective because again, it's subjective. It's not an objective truth. It's your subjective self, you know, subconscious thought. So what would I say? I would tell you the same thing that I said to my daughter when we went to go get frozen yogurt the other night. She goes, how come every time we get frozen yogurt, there's two frozen yogurt stores next to each other. And I said, oh, cause that's always how it is. And actually that's how they do better business. When you go get gas, the next time you go to a gas station, notice there's four gas stations on the same corner. When you go get Starbucks, notice that there's three other coffee shops there, right? Why? Because actually the fact that there's a coach for every two people shows you there's a lot of people who want coaching. There's actually not enough gas stations. There's not enough frozen yogurt shops. And the more coaches there are, the more coaches want to be right there because it brings business. There's no such thing as scarcity. It doesn't exist. If I download a song, stream a song, did I just take away one less stream from someone else? No, that's the law of abundance. The more I stream it, the more other people can stream it. It goes viral. So you're just talking about scarcity mindset. And that is a really wonderful gift for you because your subconscious says, as long as I tell you this, I can keep you stuck. So I'm going to tell you that. And then you will have an excuse to not show up. And that's what we do. We choose the one that's the most convincing to keep us from getting into action. That's how we sabotage ourselves. And by the way, this is a good thing. You wouldn't be the hero without the joker, right? You need that person in order for you to be a superhero. You, we all have an anti-self. We all have a sabotager inside of our brain that is hoping you will jump higher. So everyone has it. As long as you're alive, you're going to have this part of you that goes, really? You think so? And that's where you get your courage because you find the satisfaction in overcoming that. If you didn't, if you always felt perfect all the time, there'd be no satisfaction because you would never have courage because you wouldn't need courage. Like it's, it's all fine, but this is really interesting, right? So that's one thought. What's another thought? You got that one. Whatever. There's a coach everywhere. Okay, great. I'm actually happy you said that. I love that. That tells me my business is a good business to be in, but okay, go ahead. I also wonder if, if I'm capable of holding the space or helping people who are in vulnerable situations, for example, if you like the people I would like to coach, or at least a side of me wants to coach, they would maybe do really big life changes And then I'm afraid of the situation, like what happens if they don't know how to go on? And maybe I also don't know what they should do or what to tell them or. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about this. So what you're talking about is over responsibility, which is codependency. Okay. So if I have, if I'm the Dean of USC film school, right. Which I mentioned earlier in the week, it's considered like the best film school in the world. So is it their responsibility when they take money from students that they guarantee that that person becomes Martin Scorsese? No, no, it's, it's damn not their responsibility. And by the way, if they decided that it was, they wouldn't have a film school. So should they stop teaching? Because that's mm -hmm. an option. They could say, let's shut this down. And you know what else they could say? They could say, listen, we've had this film school now for how many years? How many people become George Lucas? Five? 
well, we're liars then. We're going to shut it down. No, you can't do that. Sorry. That's not how it works. The job of a coach is actually very simple. You're there to hold resonance. You're there to hold a possibility. And the victory of your client is choosing for themselves. And you cannot take their autonomy because that makes you a bad coach, right? Right now, we have a program. Do you think I'm concerned that I need to choose for people or that when people choose, it's on me? It is not on me. And they know it. In fact, my belief in selling a program is my belief in them. It's actually not my belief in myself. Me telling you to pay a certain amount for this program is on how much I am certain of what you can do. It's not about me proving myself because it's actually not what's going to need to happen. I've already done what I need to do. I've done a lot of this and I'll keep doing it, but I won't be the person to choose where you focus your thoughts. I won't be the person who chooses how you perceive the world. I won't be the person who chooses whether you are courageous today or not. You will be. And so you can go through coaching and you can make a decision that you're going to put the blame on your coach. Well, you might've had a bad coach who actually allowed you to think that. The coach's only job is to give you Wi-Fi. Now you got to plug in. What are you going to do with that? Right? A really good coach sees so far and gives you so much battery that you plug into yourself. Let's get real. And this is why most people don't start businesses because they're codependent. Because they're like, oh my God, if I start this, you know, product business and someone doesn't like it, how about you give the person autonomy? They made a decision to buy that. All right. If you walk into a vegan restaurant and you don't like vegan food and you don't enjoy it, you're an adult. You made a decision to sit down and buy that food. That person, that's not on them. If you go to Gucci and you spend a lot of money on a bag and you come back and you go, I never wore it. Okay. Bye. That's not my, that's not on me. This is as far as I go. What are you going to do about it? And really, this is what people want. Because really, they don't want to be convinced of how awesome you are. They want to know how they can show up in their life. That's how you coach people is you help them pull out of them what's there. And you keep putting the accountability on them because that's how they actually grow. And that's how they actually overcome all their stuff. Colleen, do you want to add anything to this? I just love how much you already know, like Kathy pointed out what that thing is you want and just what a gift this was for you to bring this forward for everyone to see how much we talk ourselves out of things because we're kind of have our nose in places that it doesn't belong. The truth of the matter is there is an abundant stream flowing 24, seven hours a day, a week, you name it all the time, every year. And it's available for us all to tap into, which means there is no such thing as there's too many other coaches There's no such thing as when I'm in this stream, I have to step out of the stream to go meet someone and pull them into the stream. It's literally all I have to do every day is find the stream, stay in this stream and move from this stream because from that space, that's how I inspire those clients. 
that's how they actually get results because they borrow from my courage, from my light, from my possibility that I can see for them. Which, like Kath alluded to earlier, you can see so much more clearly and strongly for them when you're in that space. And when we give ourselves that presence of our focus every moment in the now, where are our thoughts? Where's our attention? Where are we going? And we move from that place. That's when the miracles happen. And there will still be hesitation. That's normal. That is normal. And alignment doesn't mean lack of fear. Okay. They are not mutually exclusive, but we focus on the integrity of staying connected to that stream. And when we do that, we are the greatest gift to everyone around us. Is this starting to crystallize things for you? Do you feel less confused? Yes, I do. And it's funny because when I'm coaching in the like marketing for Airbnb hosts, I'm quite unattached because this is a topic like I'm telling you how like some strategies, but what you do with it is your thing. And this part, I'm actually fine. I give them all the autonomy and it's, it's really fine for me. But with this, I'd call life coaching or business coaching advice. I'm... <laughs> It scares me more. And it's true. I'm probably not confused. I'm scared and it's yeah. it's a bit hard to admit. <laughs> but yeah, it's that's okay. Truth. I mean, that's okay. That's what we Honestly. do. And it, it takes a lot of courage to admit the truth. But once we admit it, we can actually now solve the problem. You know, for the doctor to actually help you, we need to like get honest. Where is the pain coming from? Like, let's get clear. So that's good. I will also say the following. There's no shame in building that Airbnb business in this moment, while the courage and the sort of ease is in that, because anything you do, whether you teach people Airbnb or you teach people anything else, you're going to wind up teaching them all the other things because that's going to be part of it anyway. And the truth is that when we get into like if you take this program again and you look at it again, when you get into selling something, people buy the promise of the program, they buy the outcome. And so in order to be a very successful anything, we need a tangible outcome. We need to know at the end of this program, my money mindset is different. At the end of this program, my dating life is different. At the end of this program, I lose the weight. So if right now, what feels really good, I started writing music. Then I started pitching music. But then my first coaching thing, which has happened organically, is I was helping songwriters with the business of songwriting. And that was a very cool thing because it was something that I had been doing and it's a very tangible outcome. How do you license your music to film and TV shows? And that business made $2 million a year before I even started a podcast. Now, there's nothing wrong with building that Airbnb business because while you build it, if you really build it and you get visible and you start learning business, you start learning engagement and lead generation and selling with ease, as that grows, you can then apply that and those skills and that confidence to the next level of coaching that you will do. It doesn't have to stop. You don't have Mm -hmm. to decide if I co-sign this Airbnb thing, I'll never get to that person five years from now. Mm -hmm. That actually might be the fastest path there because Mm -hmm. for whatever reason, you're not getting tripped up by it because there's like a method or a process, right? So there's a lot more to say about it. If I were you having had this conversation, I would make the decision to rejoin the program, get your alumni discount and get the hell in there. (laughs) That's what I would do. You are the kind of person who clearly you can hear me you are coachable and you need it. There was a gap that we just closed, but that's on you. Make that decision, whatever you want. It's perfect with us. That was a really great segment. Thank you for bringing in that question. I want to remind you guys of a few things. If you enjoy these calls, this is what we do in the program. 
The program is a series of pre-recorded content that you can be doing on your own, plus these live calls, and they're always two hours like this. So we will get into content and then we'll answer questions. And I think you can see from this experience, a taste of how that could really change your life if you were sitting on these Zoom calls. If you can't be on the live Zoom calls, you can also watch those. They're going to be recorded as well. But you get a hybrid of live calls like this and you get the self-study stuff that you can do on your own. So it's a nice combo. Plus you get accountability. There's going to be accountability on every one of our live calls. We're going to say, did you get your homework done? Can you tell us what you did? What was your win this week? We're going to want to know. You're going to need to answer that. That's good for you. That's good social pressure. You're going to be put in pods. You're going to have to meet with your pods. Your pods are going to be another source of accountability. You're going to get it from us. You're going to get it from your peers. And we're going to move through this. If you don't join until next week and you say, I want to join later in the year, it is a year-long commitment and it is double the price, but you get the whole year. If you're already in and you want to upgrade to that and you can see the value in that, go ahead and talk to someone. They will upgrade you. All is well. If you're an alumni and you want to take this program, reach out, get the alumni code. You get a discount on both levels, gold and VIP. We will not be going live again for this challenge. We had the best time. Thank you. The energy was gorgeous. You guys brought so much beauty, so many good questions, so much love. There wasn't one bad apple, right? It was just like clear and gorgeous. And we love who gets brought to this work. We had the best time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for making this such an incredible experience.